Hello, everyone. This is Ade. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome back to Five True Christmas Podcast. Today, I've got a really exciting Friday episode for you. I'll be chatting with Megan, who lives in New York City, and will tell us all about the magic of Christmas in New York. I'll also be chatting with Jasmine, whose husband Patrick is part of the St. Paul Winter Carnival royal family. I know, it's like right out of a Hallmark movie, right? So I'm really excited to share this conversation with you and stick with me to hear what we've got this episode. All right. So like I said in the intro today, I am joined by some very special guests, two of my very good friends from grad school. Uh, Megan and Jasmine are joining us to talk about life in the cities and the states that they are in. So I'm really excited to have um, Megan here to talk about New York. Megan is a public, she does public finance at the state level and she used to actually work for the New York City government. And fun fact, Megan is a curler. Uh, She, you know, she has a curling club that she participates in and and she curls at an outdoor rink in Brooklyn. Uh, Megan, welcome to the podcast and tell us a bit about your curling life. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, yes, it is an outdoor rink um, that is one of the few outdoor clubs in uh, the country, actually. And amazing. it started like five years ago. So I've been there from the beginning. So it's been super fun. That's exciting. And our other guest today, um, Megan and I's friend, her name is Jasmine. Um, Jazz is a uh, project manager and gymnastics judge. Um, So Jasmine, welcome to Five Tree Christmas. And please tell us a little bit about the gymnastics judging part of your life. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me here. Um, Yeah, the gymnastics judging part of my life is way more interesting than the project management part of my life. I feel bad. I didn't ask either of you about your jobs. I was like, tell me about your (laughs) sports. Yeah, the hobbies, for sure. Yeah, so I I did gymnastics my entire life. Uh, My parents like to say I tumbled out of the womb, and I think that's true. Um, (laughs) And when I was done with gymnastics after um, competing at the collegiate level, I just decided that I needed to still be part of it. Um, so I judge like all the levels um, through like five years old through 18 years old. They're trying to mm-hmm. get a college scholarship. I judge college athletes. Um, it's all super fun. It's all really different. I think my favorite, one of my favorite memories as a gymnastics judge is um, this kiddo who was like five and she almost fell off of the beam, but she didn't. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of her routine, she turned and looked at me and said, whew, I didn't fall off the beam. Oh, we were both very proud of her. That's so, <laughs> so cute. It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm proud of her too. I'm sure she's like seven now or something, but I, yeah. I think that's really Still a proud. sweet story. Yeah. We could all learn a little bit from, from that little girl. Yes. Well, you know, like I said at the beginning, you know, both Megan uh, lives in New York uh, and and Jasmine lives in the Twin Cities of Minnesota. And these are two locations that show us uh, we see a lot um, in in the, you know, the cheesy Christmas movie genre. So I kind of wanted to get their perspective on their towns and their states. Um, you know, what are they really about? So I'll start with you, Jasmine. Tell me a little bit about your city. Um, tell me a little bit about what defines being a Minnesotan and being a person from the Twin Cities. What's the culture like? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. Um, I think when people think about Minnesota, they think about Scandinavian food, um, <laughs> and they think about uh, like, oh, don't you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, so that's kind of the accent that 
people uh, kind of attest to me. So anytime I travel, I notice that anytime I say, oh, yeah, like I really fall into that. And um, <laughs> and people regularly make fun of me for it, um, which I totally own. I love it. Um, I think another thing that is really uh, truly Minnesotan is, you know, people are they tend to be very nice and very warm and welcoming, mm-hmm. um, and I appreciate that. And you know, Addie, Megan, and I we we met in Chicago, and I definitely saw that while I was living in Chicago as well. I think it's more of a Midwestern thing. Um, yeah. But but it is something that I appreciate. Um, and then specifically in the neighborhood that I live in, because um, I, I bought a house about a year ago, and so I'm, I'm really getting to know my neighbors and. Um, and getting to know the culture around here, um, people love to bling out their houses. And so uh, my husband and I, we've really had to step up like our Halloween and our Christmas decorations. Oh, wow. Um, so it's been really fun to kind of see like all the different lights that our neighbors have and, um, you know, make some comparisons and deck out our house. And it's really just kind of helped us get into the holiday spirit, especially now that, you know, we're not able to travel quite as much as a result of COVID. So. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. It's it's great to hear a little bit about your hood too. I'm yeah. I'm you got to send us pictures of of st- how you're stepping your game up. I will. We haven't fully stepped up yet. We're in the process. I have faith in you. <laughs> but yeah, give me give me like a week and I'll uh, I'll send you some photos. All right, sounds good. Um, Megan, tell us a bit about life in New York City. What's it like? Um, what defines it? Uh, what's what's the culture and the vibe in New York? We see New York a lot in movies and TV, right? So so what has been your experience? Yeah, um, so I live in Brooklyn, um, mm-hmm. which of course is one of the five boroughs. Um, and so I think that I think that you know all the boroughs have a very distinct vibe, or everyone mm-hmm. would feel that way. Um, I obviously am very partial to Brooklyn, um, <laughs> but I work in the city in in, in Manhattan. So um, I before COVID, I was in both places on a daily basis. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say that um, it's got a, a certain energy to it. Then, And then I've lived in Chicago and, and Montreal mm-hmm. and other places. And there's just like this New York energy, which so many people and people are busy and they're going places. And, and you just feel like you're part of this like big beehive, um, which definitely is, is not for everyone, but I've always really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. And I think that one of the things that's special about New York is how much outdoor space there is for people to enjoy. Um, obviously, Central Park is in yeah. like a lot of Christmas movies, but uh, we live near Prospect Park um, in Brooklyn, which is, you know, a beautiful, huge outdoor park. Um, and it has this like, it was designed by the same person who did um, uh, like the world's fairs and stuff. And oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he has like, he said it was his like his best creation and I really do feel like you're there it's like full of people that are just there with their families like especially during COVID having picnics hanging out it has so much less like tourist vibe and much more of like a local park vibe to it so I really love that if when people say what what should I do in Brooklyn I'm always like go to Prospect Park but yeah in general I I think it's a, a great place people are you know busy <laughs> um so sometimes that comes off as a little bit harsher, abrupt, but I don't think that's really the case. I think most New Yorkers are really nice too. And um, and we've got great food. That's awesome. Yeah, I think park culture in cities generally, like I grew up in the suburbs. Uh, I'm a suburb kid. You both have spent probably a lot more time in, in cities than I have. Um, and park culture, I think, is, is really interesting uh, part of city life. 
So I would love to hear from both of you. What is your favorite part about living in your city or or your state? Um, either one, you can speak to either or both. Um, let's start with you, Megan. What's your favorite part of, of being a New Yorker? Um, I, I love the food. <laughs> Just the fact Fair. that like, we have like in our little neighborhood of Prospect Lovewood's Garden, which is a very small neighborhood in Brooklyn, um, and definitely feels like a small town vibe. Like we go to the local bar and we just know everybody there, um, probably because we spend too much time there. But, um, <laughs> but um, th- there's like Korean and Chinese and Mexican and Central American and Italian and Indian and pizza and just like all of these different restaurants within like two blocks of, of our apartment um, and like delivery you can get anything in the world you want so I just think that like that is like a huge benefit of living in the city yeah yeah Meg or sorry Jasmine what about you what do you love about being Minnesotan and and the Twin Cities yeah um so I grew up in St. Paul I currently live um just south of Minneapolis um and for about a decade I did not live here so I lived in Chicago for six years and I also lived in Iowa for four years Mm -hmm. um I'd say my favorite thing is probably you know my parents are here so I can just go and hang out with them whenever I want um and that's been really fun um but in addition to that kind of like Megan was saying about the food um I'd say Minneapolis and St. Paul have a really solid food scene yeah uh, and that's something that I really appreciate um also the beer is pretty sweet like i think there's <laughs> Love it. like over a yes. hundred local breweries um certainly in the state and i i don't know how many of them are located in the twin cities area but there's a lot yeah um and so that's something that uh you know, my husband and I just really love is like going to the local breweries and like tasting what's new. And we've been able to taste some really funky ones. Um, and then, you know, because apples are so prevalent in Minnesota, um, ciders are also uh, just a really big thing here, especially mm-hmm. in the fall. So we live really close to um, a cidery, like a small cidery. So we go and frequent there and we always come back with a car full of cider that like, <laughs> it's kind of like when you go to Target and you have no idea how you spent so much money and your car is full like that <laughs> after we go to these breweries and cideries um but that's like without question um just a really favorite thing uh about living in the cities okay i love that i love that from both of you um i i wonder what some of your your pet peeves are about the way people talk about your city or the way people view your city um what are some of like the common narratives that you hear you're like okay let's see they're wrong or it's just not the whole story jasmine why don't you start uh it's homogenous. I think people would, when they think about Minnesota and the Twin Cities, um, mm-hmm. there's this vibe, again, it, that it's homogenous. Um, and so, you know, I am black. Uh, my dad's black. My mom is white. And so I've never really grown up in a space where everything was the same. Um, so to go to a different place and have people look at me and be like, oh my gosh, like, I didn't know that black people were in Minnesota. Um, is yeah. just a very odd thing um to me and so kind of with that is there's this uh you know belief or like people have put it on me that maybe the food is also kind of homogenous and scandinavian Mm -hmm. um or that people in minnesota don't like spicy food and that is certainly not the case um and just like for me personally like if i'm not sweating 
when I'm eating, then I'm probably, <laughs> like, it's probably not spicy enough. Um, so I, those are things that I would like to see challenged a little bit more in the mainstream media, for sure. That's really funny. I, I feel like I love spicy food, but I don't like to eat it in public. I like to, like, <laughs> I'll, like, get takeout that's spicy. Okay. But, like, eating, eating spicy food in front of other people makes me really nervous for some reason. <laughs> I am like, really weird about it. I once had a really spicy Indian when I was in Scotland. Um, we were in like Edinburgh, I think. And I was out with a friend and I was like, yeah, I can handle it. And it was like, I literally thought I was going to die. And also I was like sweating <laughs> profusely in front of all yes. these like Scottish strangers. It was, it was fine. It was fine. I should just brave it more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, what about you? What are some of the narratives about New York? I mean, I feel like there's, we all feel like we know so much about New York, but, but every time I, I visit, I'm really surprised um, uh, by just like, how neighborhoody it is, <laughs> um, like you said, and yeah. just like your local bar field. But what are some other things that that you know you've and you haven't always lived there that that maybe have surprised you about living there? Yeah, I think that, like I said just before, that this narrative that New Yorkers are all kind of like jerks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like really a hundred percent couldn't be more false. Like there, like if you're ever lost in the subway, someone will offer to give you directions. And mm-hmm. I always find that like, and people on subways are like going places like they're there. Like, I mean, before COVID, everybody was like in a rush when you're on the subway. Mm-hmm. Cause if you miss your subway, then you got to wait another eight minutes or at least to the next one. But people will stop and they'll give directions and they might say it in an abrupt sort of manner because they're in a hurry to catch their train. But like, I always like found that to be, um, you know, like indicative of the kind of people that New Yorkers are or like, I've been like walking down the street and someone will tell me like, oh, your bag's open. Like just, you know, just like stop you and like go to their way to stop and do something nice for you. So that's one thing that bugs me. The other thing is that everybody has this like idea sort of of like New York City accents. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there are some people that have those accents, Um, but I think that like so many people in New York are from other places. Like I grew up in Wisconsin and Maine. Um, Everyone I, all of my friend group is from all over the country, but not New York. So I think it's such a place where people like gravitate to um, and then they leave. Um, And so there's like this constant flow of people coming in and out. Um, And so, yeah, I I don't know that many people that have (laughs) heavy New York accents. Yeah. Uh, There's a Instagram account that I follow called New York Nico. And he recently did a like best New York accent, like, like people voted. It was like tiered voting. It was was fascinating hearing all these accents, but you know, that like, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely not everyone. And and like you said, like it's all, it's, it's uh, big cities like that are really alive. Right. And they're constantly like changing shape and sounds and, you know, the feel and and I think people moving in and out of them is is exactly at least as part of that is part of that so I would you know on this in, on this podcast I talk a lot about movies and, and what they get right and wrong and I'd be interested to hear um from from both of you what do the movies and and tv what do they get right about living uh in in the place that you live and what do they get wrong about it Megan you can start Okay. Yeah. Um, one thing I think that they get right is that there are a lot of characters in New York. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know, the other day I was walking down the street and there's somebody and this was this is like, you know, November. It's not Halloween. And somebody's like walking down the street dressed like head to toe with like a black cat with like a tail and everything. Right. And, like, people don't bat an eye. They're just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, someone's doing that. <laughs> just like 
no one's just like turning right. and staring regular just tuesday going about their life yeah <laughs> which i like find to be like i was like that's very new york and so like you see that in movies like these like people that and i think maybe that, that people who are a little bit different um and want to have a more you know eccentric lifestyle are drawn to new york because of that vibe um yeah. but then i guess getting wrong i don't know i feel like um <laughs> everyone has seen friends and like knows that, that apartment is not a new york city apartment yeah <laughs> everyone always has such nice apartments in these I shows know. And movies and they live like in downtown manhattan or something you're like yeah what? and you're like no you're a millionaire could you afford that no <laughs> so yeah although i think i'm surprised by brooklyn like i i didn't really understand like the different feels the different neighborhoods and that like it is feasible to like live in new york <laughs> like for some for, like it's not like crazy it is feasible. Actually, Brooklyn is almost as expensive as expensive as uh, Manhattan now. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, because yeah. it's getting really expensive too. Um, like the Oakland, like, San Francisco thing where it's just like, yeah. there's really no difference anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think like if you go to Queens, you could get more space or, yeah. you know, the Bronx, Staten Island. Um, and obviously within Brooklyn, it matters. Like different neighborhoods are more expensive, but like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> we're, we're moving out of New York because we can't afford to purchase yeah. anything here it's like impossible so um but yeah and then um I also think that there's like this like glamour of New York City life that's like in movies and books yeah um like I think of the tv show girls where they're like going out to it's like parties all the time and like I don't know everyone I know in New York just like goes home and watches Netflix and makes dinner <laughs> <laughs> like it's not that it's not like you're always going ice skating in Rockefeller Center on Friday night with a dreamy boyfriend you know like it's just like what life. really you're not <laughs> it's just like i just find like new york city is just very like like every other city for the people that live there people are just living their lives yeah yeah so uh jasmine what about you what about minnesota what are what are what are the movies getting right about the midwest and and minnesota and the twin cities in particular and and what are they getting wrong <laughs> i'm thinking about far yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> right um and 12 Grumpy Men, right? 12, is, was 12 Angry, angry Men? 12 Angry Men. Did Thank you say Frumpy? You. Please tell me you said Frumpy Men. <laughs> I wish I said Frumpy. I think I said Grumpy. Okay, 12 Grumpy. That made <laughs> Grumpy would have been better. 12 Frumpy Men. <laughs> so we're going to rename it to 12 Frumpy Men. Um, or that's what you're going to, you know, that's the movie that we're going to make. Um, yeah, so I think they have totally completely nailed what winter looks like here um and the fact that even though winters are like brutal people still get up and go do whatever it was they were going to do um so you know it 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 does get very cold it does get really snowy Mm -hmm. and we still find a way to like go outside and drive somewhere um and that was something like when i had when i was in college and i had friends who were from the south they were like how do you not just stay inside for six months out of the year like what do you what do you mean it snows six inches and then you still go to school? And <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right. And it's like, well, you just, it snows six inches and then you went to school. Like, um, so I think that that part is definitely very true. And then um, other things that I've seen uh, in media that I think are true is just like how lush it is and, and like how pretty and, you know, how there's just a lot of um, 
a lot of parks, a lot of lakes, a lot of nature, a lot of like good nature. Um, and even in the cities of St. Paul and Minneapolis, um, there's still a fair like lot of green trees, lots of parks, lots, lots of bike paths. Um, you know, just really a, a lot of access to some high quality uh, park and um, outdoors life. So yeah. I think, yeah, definitely they got that right. Um, I think one thing that I had mentioned before is, you know, just uh, the homogeneity that I see in uh, media that everybody here loves hockey and I know I'm among hockey lovers and I do, <laughs> I do like hockey but like there are also other things to enjoy that Minnesotans enjoy um so I think you know that um you know and especially within the Twin Cities and and the surrounding suburbs like there's a ton of diversity here um and so with that comes like a huge diversity of just lifestyles and food um and I would love to see a little bit more of that coming through on yeah uh, movies and TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, both of you, do you have any favorite movies, TV shows, et cetera, about your city, about your state? John? So, um, we were chatting earlier and I, I mentioned that we're about to renovate our kitchen. So I've been watching a ton of HGTV. So mm-hmm. I don't know if this is the show that you're looking for. Um, but the, the one called should I stay or go on HGTV where mm-hmm. they, uh, renovate houses in the twin cities area. I love that. I love how, um, you know, they just, they do show like what winter looks like here and how people continue to do their work. Wait, um, does every episode take place in Minnesota? On that series, I think so. Oh, yeah. no way. I didn't yeah, know we got yeah. a whole HGV TV, what? HGTV show? There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll have to check that yeah. out. I'll it's, check that out. It's really fun. And then, you know, it's just also really cool to see um, just, like, the historical houses and, like, mm-hmm. what, you know, what the bones are of houses uh, from the Twin Cities from the 1920s. Um, so that's just that's a show that I really enjoy because I'm like geeking out about home stuff, but also because yeah. I think it, it really does represent um, the Twin Cities really well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Um, Megan, what about you? Any favorite New York movies or TV shows? Um, one that we like recently is Succession. That's a fun one. Um, yeah. not, not really the lifestyle that we're living, but <laughs> very fun to see that side of things. And I imagine it's get some of that, right? I don't know how much, how accurate it is. Yeah. Um, I really liked, for like historical, um, I really like The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, yeah. Um, that one, that's, it's fun to see like New York portrayed in like that time period. Um, and then, I don't know. I like, I mean, there's so many great movies set in New York. I asked my husband earlier and he was like, oh, You've Got Mail and Harry Met Sally. Those are the two best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. So, yeah, those are both New York but, movies. I think uh, for Minnesota, I, Mighty Ducks for me is like a yeah. classic, uh, and and just uh, I don't think it gets youth hockey culture exactly right, but uh, uh, but it's a fun one, um, and it's funny because I watched it before I started playing hockey and after I started playing hockey, and before I was like this movie's perfect, and after I was like whoa they get a lot wrong, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Um, and then for New York, I mean, recently Dash and Lily, I, it's probably because I'm rewatching it right now, but it's just such a sweet, uh, story and, an ode to like teen love. And I love a good teen movie. Um, and then also just, it, it shows like, 
what's the other train station that's not Penn Station? Uh, Grand Central. Grand Central, like when no one's there. And it's just like, you get to see these like beautiful buildings. Like they show you a bunch of different museums when they're like kind of empty and just experiencing New York in this way where you get to see some of these really beautiful locations um, in a really peaceful way. I mean, I do love the hustle and bustle uh, of the city, but it is really different seeing an empty Grand Central. Um, it's it's quite beautiful and, and very peaceful feeling. I'm just it, trying to imagine when that would ever happen. It, I think, it, I think uh, she goes at like 4 a.m. or something like that. Okay. And there's just like no one. There. I mean, still, it would, seems like there would be people there and they cleared yeah. it out for, the, for filming. But um, it's a really beautiful, a really beautiful scene. Um, and I just watched it today. So it's like really at the front of my mind. So I, I have favorites from, from each of your, your places as well. Um, and speaking of Dash and Lily, that's a, that's a holiday movie that takes place in one of your, in one of your towns. And I just wonder kind of what, what is, um, if anything distinctive about Christmas in, in your, your areas, what, what is, um, really special about the holiday season in New York and in Minnesota? Megan, why don't you go ahead and start? Yeah. Christmas in New York city is wonderful. I love, I mean, so <laughs> like I said, we live in Brooklyn, so um, I don't go into Manhattan that often on the weekends, mm-hmm. but in, at Christmas time, we always make a point of going in for a weekend um, to do all of the fun Christmassy things because all of the windows are like decked out up in like Midtown um, around Rockefeller Plaza with these like incredible displays. Um and then, you know, obviously there's the Rockefeller Plaza Christmas tree, which is just so cool. And I don't really like going to like, um, you know, that part of town that often because there's just so many people. But like at that, that time of year, like you go there, there's like music playing, the trees lit up. Um, they have this huge light show across the street on um, Saks Fifth Avenue, does it? I think, mm-hmm. I think it's like every night. Um, we just happened to stumble upon last year and we were like, this is so cool. We thought we'd like discovered it. Um, and then we always go to, um, the Bryant park, uh, winter market or I think it's called a winter market. Um, and it's just all these like hundreds of stalls selling all these artisanal products and food. And they have an outdoor bar with a a bonfire going and they, they sell like hot ciders, spiked ciders and stuff. And it's like, I just find like I get into such a good Christmassy mood when we go there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just think that there's like a ton of of like Christmas spirit and holiday spirit in New York City, um, and I I think most cities are probably that way. Um, but it's not the city that I live in, and so I love it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. No, it yeah. sounds magical, especially that that market. Um, yeah. Jasmine, what about you? What's what's uh, special about Christmas in the Twin Cities? Yeah. Um confession (laughs) so um so christmas for me uh up until very recently and by very recently i mean this year because of covid christmas time is usually like gymnastics time oh Um, yeah so like when i was younger it would be the start either the start or the very end of the competitive gymnastics season depending on which level i was in and so i was really focused on either starting the season or or wrapping up the season really well. Um, And as an adult, uh, you know, it's kind of the same thing with my gymnastics judging lifestyle. Um, You know, I'm I'm getting ready to just like judge a ton of meets. And even like this year until a couple of weeks ago, I was supposed to judge like this weekend and then the next two weekends. Oh, wow. Um, 
yeah and so Christmas season is usually really truncated for me um and so this is like the first Christmas in or the first December in a very very long time where I was really able to just like sit back and try to learn about what Christmas is like um, that's amazing when you're not like trying to like scrunch in a ton of other stuff um mm -hmm. so it's been really fun to learn that for the first time um I think you know one thing similar to what Megan said like there does seem to be just like um like peace just a little bit more peace um and joy uh just around um the lighting that I'm seeing around just my neighborhood's houses are is really cool um a lot of the markets that I was planning on going to have since been um you know turned to uh, online or virtual just as a result of COVID um, yeah. but it has been so fun to learn about Minnesotan vendors um, and really just see all of the all of the really cool Christmas presents that um, people are making by hand or you know with whatever products that they have right now so that it's been really fun to learn that um, I am very excited in the coming years for those markets to be back in person um but but i think that's something that has been um just a really fun thing for me to learn mm -hmm. um, and one that started this year in st paul is um, specifically for uh, bipoc um, business owners and so okay. people who have uh you know who are wanting to sell gifts um and the business owners are from the bipoc population um it's like specifically for that so it's been really fun to kind of see that and i'm excited to see how that kind of continues in future years that's awesome that's awesome thank you for sharing and i didn't know that about the about the gymnastic season that's really interesting and yeah um, yeah just what a what a busy time it was i mean of course it was of course it, you, you people are always busy you like really you really high level like gymnastics people are always constant you're constantly on the go so it doesn't it doesn't surprise me yeah, um, so i Go it's ahead. something that I, sorry, it's just, it's something that I never even realized that like mm -hmm. we, I was so busy until this year when I'm not, and I'm like, oh, this is what Christmas is. This is cool. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I, I feel like, um, you know, for, for me, like there, there weren't, we didn't, I, I grew up in the Twin Cities as well. And, um, I, I think Jasmine is probably much more of like a, um, like a Minneapolis St. Paul knowledge person, which is why I'm interviewing her and I'm not speaking with any authority because I grew up in the suburbs and, and I, yeah, we were always pretty, pretty, uh, separate from these, but I know there, there are some like cool, like lights displays and downtown St. Paul, like near the Excel energy center. And just like, I, I know there are probably lots of other cool things, but, um, but yeah, I mean, also, we, yeah, so, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say, we always used to go to the razzle dazzle parade in yes. the cities. Yeah. 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 That was fun. Yeah. And so there's just so much fun for me. It was like, I don't know, go to a wild game, <laughs> like I'll, 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 same, same, same old, same old, go to like a wild game as much as possible. And, uh, that's that. So would love to know a little bit more, you know, here on, on five tree Christmas, I always ask people about some of their Christmas and holiday traditions. So I would love to know kind of what, what is Christmas like in your house? What was it like growing up and what some of your fa favorite traditions and memories are? Um, the food is for sure i think every most of my family's traditions are based around food and i don't think that that's unusual um, yeah but but certainly the food um my dad loves to cook um 
of anything. <laughs> and um, the way that he cooks, he's so funny because he doesn't ever write anything down. And so um, if there's ever any chance that I'm going to like obtain a recipe from him, I have to like shadow him. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not really like I'm not going to be able to make it the same way that he does. So um, he makes turkey on Christmas and he does a turkey in the oven and on the smoker outside in St. Paul on Christmas Day. Nice. So he has like a snowsuit, like a sm- <laughs> like a smoker snowsuit. Amazing. Um, and he'll just like hop into that and like go outside and then come back and then like take it off. Um, so that's definitely you know something that that I remember as a kid and that I really look forward to every year as an adult. And then I've kind of contributed to the food part. Um, in recent years, I've started baking a lot more. Um, this year because you know there's not as much for us to do in person I'm definitely upping my baking game Mm -hmm. um so I'm making a series of desserts and uh we'll probably hand deliver them just like over the next few weeks to a lot of like my family members and my husband's family members as well so um definitely the food awesome Megan what about you what are some of your favorite memories traditions and what was it like growing up with the Smeetons yeah um so my mom is um German Catholic so we did, um, for example, St. Nicholas Day, which is today, mm-hmm. was always when we got our stockings filled. Happy St. Nicholas Day. Happy St. Nicholas Day. <laughs> um, and then um, I definitely agree with Jasmine. Um, food is centered around that. <laughs> A lot of what I, our traditions, we had beef bourguignon on uh, Christmas Eve every year. Oh, wow. And okay. then turkey, my mom would make a turkey dinner for Christmas um, as well. Only not on the smoker, just one turkey in the oven. <laughs> so, um, wow. More, no, no outdoor smoking in Wisconsin or Maine. I need to get invited um, <laughs> for, for the beef boring, boring, I can't say it, the, the yeah. beef stew. Yeah. <laughs> I love that dish, but it's I can't so say good. the name of. And it's my, it was like my grandmother's recipe or something. My mom Amazing. would always make it. Amazing. Um, yeah. So, and then we always um, did our presents on Christmas Eve with each other. So, with each other and then you know santa claus comes on christmas came on christmas so it was like a two-day event which was really um spread the fun out actually three days if you can't say nicholas day Mm -hmm. so that was good memories (laughs) that's awesome that's awesome and uh growing up and even now like what are some of your go-to classic christmas movies I personally love The Muppets Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's fantastic. Yeah, classic. Um, classic. And then um, Joe and I both like bonded early over our shared love of The Family Stone. Um, oh, such a good one. <laughs> such a good movie. It's getting a lot of shout outs on the pod this year, and I'm really happy it? about it because I think it's under underappreciated. Yeah, I think not enough people are into that movie. Um, and then the original Grinch is one of my favorites. Okay, very good. Jasmine, any go-to classics for you? Um, so totally on the Grinch uh, with Megan. I think that one is um, a favorite at any age, at all ages. Uh, so I really like that one. And then um, Home Alone is also another classic oh, yeah. one in both like my household and my husband's, um, you know, his family. So, yeah. Awesome, awesome. And um, this year, have you partaken in any Christmas movies and? Uh, have you seen anything good? Anything you're looking forward to? I haven't seen I haven't seen Christmas movies yet. Okay. Um, but I there are two that I'm really looking forward to. Um, one 
was shot in Minnesota, so I'm excited about that. It's oh, called really? The Christmas Listing. The Christmas yeah. listing. Yes, it does yes. take place in Minnesota. I just watched it with my sister. I actually just wrote okay. my review for it. Oh, um, nice. The guy's Australian and it really took me aback. But other than that, it's, <laughs> it like really, okay. he's like, yeah, like we moved to Minnesota when I was young. And I was like, what? Obviously. <laughs> like you do. Well, okay. So that, I actually, I didn't know that. Um, but that's really exciting because then that's kind of going against the whole homogeneity that I've been talking about. Yeah, so yeah. Great. Cool. Um, and then the other one that I'm really looking forward to is the Christmas setup. Um, I'm a huge fan of Fran Drescher and, um, oh, yeah. yeah, just kind of excited to see the, you know, the LGBT plus population. Yeah. I think it's going to be yeah. much more, uh, what it's being advertised to be than, than Hall- what Hallmark's, uh, LGBTQ movie this year, the Christmas house. So, so I think it's going to be legit. Um, Megan, what about you? Anything that you've seen so far or anything that you're looking forward to seeing? Yes, I love cheesy Christmas movies. <laughs> um, so we watched um, The Happiest Season this weekend. Ah, yes. Very, very divisive movie. What did you think? We really liked it. Okay. Do some people not like it? I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. I'll it's very divisive. It. I find it fall somewhere in the middle where I am like, I, I enjoyed watching it, but I don't think I liked it is maybe the right way to put it. I like really enjoyed the experience of watching it. And I thought Kristen Stewart... And Aubrey Plaza and Dan uh, Levy were, like, amazing. They were amazing. <laughs> I know. The family, I, I mean, I don't want to give anything away to yeah. podcast listeners. So I just, there are some characters that you're just like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I we watched that. Um, we watched Noelle on Disney+. Plus, was a, a cheery Oh my Garland movie. <laughs> oh, oh my Garland. Yeah, that's, it's cute. Anna Kendrick. Uh, yeah. she's, she's fun. We tried to watch, um, we started watching Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Ooh. I have, I have not seen it, nor do I think I will watch it. Um, I, I'm, people are trying yeah. to convince me, uh, but. I really wanted to like it um, because I love Dolly Parton. Sounds tough. It sounds like but, a tough watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, listeners will have heard um, my, Megan and Steffi's review of it on on uh, a recent episode, so they'll 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 know that uh, it's not for everyone. <laughs> All right, ladies, uh, thank you for joining me. I, I round out every episode by asking one question that I, that I don't really prepare people for, just so they can give their their raw, honest answers. So I hope you're ready, um, Megan. I'll start with you. What is your 2020 Christmas wish? 2020 Christmas wish. Um, well, I feel like I've actually, you know, as far as 2020 goes, have mm-hmm. been very lucky um, because uh, my family had COVID and got better. Um, and we like, married and we're buying a house. So I don't feel like I am in a really good place this year That's to wonderful. just like take a moment to appreciate it. So I'm hoping that we can all be together. My family um, in Vermont. It's my dad's 60th birthday right before Christmas on the 21st. So just hoping we can actually get some time together and um, hoping to be able to uh, celebrate Christmas at our new house. So that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And congratulations on all Thank the cool you. things happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's wonderful. Um, Jasmine, what is your 2020 Christmas wish? 2020 Christmas wish. Um, so I would, so similarly to Megan, I personally am, I'm really grateful to be in the place that I'm in right now. Um, 
just in terms of, you know, my health and my family and, you know, my home and all of that. Um, so I, I have been spending a lot of time just being really grateful for that. Uh, but y'all know that we, the three of us were supposed to hang out like three different times this year and we weren't able to do that. So yes. my 2020 Christmas wish is that the three of us get to hang out in 2021. In person. Yeah. No, so I think that's, that's I think I that's a really great point that like yeah. life is beautiful and, and there's a lot to be grateful for. Um, and, and, um, but we, we miss hugging each other and, and seeing each other face to face. Thank you both so much for joining me, uh, on five tree Christmas. It's been really a lot of fun, um, hearing a bit more about your experiences in, in New York and in the twin cities. I am grateful for, for sharing that city life experience. So thanks for being here. Thank, Thank you. you. And I hope you both have a very Merry Christmas. You too. You too. And a happy new year. Thank you. Yeah. Bye ladies. Bye. Bye. So that is it for my conversation with Megan and Jasmine all about Christmas in the city. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you'd like to see my written reviews of Christmas movies, you can find them on my Instagram at 5 True Christmas or on Facebook also at 5 True Christmas. If you'd like to reach out with any questions or comments, you can find me at 5 True Christmas at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining me. As usual, here is to the next review.